Welcome to the Gem Revealed podcast, where together we discover your soulmate. This is a weekly series of powerful conversations with expert speakers, thought leaders, and relationship coaches talking through the victories and villains that weave their way into our most significant relationships. Please join me, Janine Moniz, founder of Gem Revealed Matchmaking, to learn the raw truth regarding the pitfalls and plateaus of dating in today's society. We will have open and transparent conversations surrounding the staggering facts that one out of every two marriages fail. Let's stop this insanity and learn how to date smarter. Learn how a healthy relationship starts with you. What do you need to do differently to build the right foundation for your relationship? Hello, Gem Revealed listeners. It is so good to be here with you today. And as always, it's my commitment to make sure that I bring you such valuable information that will not only transform your life, but your relationships as well. So the most fun that um, some of this pandemic, pandemic, if you could ever use the word fun and pandemic in the same word, but um, what it has allowed us to do is to go out all throughout the world, not just in our own little territory and find amazing people that you get to interact with and get to know. And I certainly have found somebody today that I am incredibly excited to introduce to you. Her name is Erica Botha. And she is a relationship coach. She's a faith-based relationship coach. So her and I have that quite in common. And I, I can't wait to have her dive in. But what she's going to do today, I think, is, is really important. What we all know, most of all, is that our own personal stories, a story is really what captivates people. It's where our heartstrings get moved and we get attached and we can really identify with maybe some of the, the same principles that help us shift our mindset. So Erica's going to share with us a really personal testimony of her story of maybe the victories and some of the pitfalls that it took in her own marriage and how she overcame that and what makes a marriage a marriage. And what she does today is take those same principles and are helping others in their journey to find love. So with that, Erica, it is so incredible to have you on our show today. I'd love to hear more about you. So say hello to audience and let's just hear a little bit more about Erica and then we can dive in. Oh, thank you, Janine. You're so kind. So I cannot wait to share my share my story, my testimony, whatever you like to call it. But um, yeah, so let me immediately start. So I got married in 1995, 26 years ago. And in 1998, my daughter was born prematurely. Now, first of all, I probably have to add that I didn't want to have kids. So God gave me this child and put me through this trauma. And I was really upset at that stage. So why do I have to go through this and go through this trauma and seeing a lot of other children in the hospital going through this? But long story short, after a year, she, she got out of hospital and she was really sick. And we didn't know if she's going to, to be alive all the time. But experiencing this trauma, me and my husband went into a deep depression. And I think that's something that I want to tell everybody. If you're going through some trauma, and trauma can be like a husband or a spouse or a child that's getting sick. That's a trauma. 
um, a spouse that losing their job and now you suddenly you in financial turmoil. So um, somebody have an affair, one of the spouses having an affair or whatever, that is trauma that you experience. And if you go through that, you normally focus so much on the trauma that you forget you have a life outside of the trauma. And um, so me and my husband, that was, we had focused on our daughter so much and to keep her alive. And um, so in the meantime, our relationship with God was non-existent because I was so upset with him. Um, my relationship with my husband didn't exist because we focused on ourselves to just get through this and get through this healing. But for three years after her birth, we went through this. And at one stage, we decided, okay, this is just not working. We're going to get divorced. At that stage, our finances was looking horrible. Uh, my husband's businesses didn't work at that stage. I had to stay home. My career was, was non-existent. And I decided I'm going to be a career woman. I didn't want to have kids. And, um, but everything was just horrible at that stage. And one morning, I decided, you know what? I know that God is still out there. So I went down on my knees. It was seven o'clock that morning. Went down on my knees and said, God, please. First of all, we need financial relief. I need to get out of this, this depression, this whatever I have going on here. I cannot live like this anymore. And Janine, as good as God is, nine o'clock that morning, a previous boss of mine, who I haven't speak to for that past three years, contacted me and he said to me, do you want to come and work for me? And I said, well, pay me well and I will come. I was cheeky. So <laughs> and um, anyway, so I went back to work. And two months after that, I was appointed in a higher position as a financial manager, second in charge of a company. So God never, that three years that I had lost in my career, I didn't lose it. He immediately put me in a higher position that I would have ever been in. But at that stage, I realized I have to work on myself. And I think this is something that I want to tell everybody that's listening to us today. I decided I cannot focus on my husband anymore. I cannot rely on him at that stage because he was just way too depressed. He was at that stage um, a total atheist, believed that God don't exist. And I said, well, I cannot. I surrendered. So I took that book, and you will know that book of Stormy Umartian, where she say praying wives. Yes. Do you know I that have. book? I do. Fantastic book. So, and I feel like at that stage, I was a baby Christian again. So I took that book and I start praying every day for my husband, every single day, every day. I just turned the page and I prayed the next prayer. And that happened for two years. So, but in that time as well, I decided, listen, I have to focus on myself. So I'm going to build up my career again. I'm going to get out of this depression. So I went to a, to a therapist and seeing a therapist. So, you know, sometimes we're so proud that we don't want to go and reach out for help, right? So 
I, I went to somebody that helped me with, with my looks because I feel like when you look good, you will feel good. So I, I went out and did that and I went and get a personal trainer. So I really had, I read some self-help books and I really had started changing me. And um, it took two years and dad said, oh, now, now you must remember I'm five years into this unhappy marriage already at that stage. And um, so, and, Two years later, one day, um, somebody that worked for me, he forwarded me an email and said, listen, our church, he knew about my marriage, said our church have this marriage seminar for the weekend, well, for a weekend. Um, I know you and your husband struggle. Do you want to go on it? And I thought, ah, oh, my husband don't believe in God. He will not go to a church, church thing. So I forwarded the email to him and I said, um, do what you want, do what you like. And he replied back and he said to me, we go. And I thought, what? <laughs> we go? Anyway, and that weekend, God revealed himself to my husband. And from there on, our whole lives changed completely. So um, we, we, become, we had become part a year later of that organization that helped marriages. So yeah, I'm actually helping people changing their lives from 2003 and um, we had done some seminars and everything and still doing that and here I am today 26 years later went through a rough rough stage but here we are and wow. very very happily married so yeah well I don't know about our listeners but certainly you've encouraged me I'm sitting here I'm trying to hold myself together and keep the tears back just from hearing yeah. some of it but if you don't mind I'd love to like just let's piece it apart a little bit and, and get a little more granular so people could really dive into some more of the action steps and the first thing and I don't want to stay in each of these pieces long but enough to give people some a little deeper perspective and, and myself included. So you went into your marriage and you you said right out of the gate, I didn't want to have a child. So you, just so I'm clear, your husband wanted the child and you, you no. just. No, no, both of us decided we're just going to be career people. We don't want to have kids. We just want to travel the world. And the next moment, surprisingly, I had become pregnant. I still up to today, really, I don't know how it happened. We took all the precautions. That's a different podcast. That's that's a different podcast. We won't go there. But yeah, so 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 I think something important as well when you go into a marriage is to talk about the things that you want and don't want. And I think very early on, before you when you start with a relationship ask a person what do you want do you want to have kids do you where do you want to live all that kinds of stuff it's very important questions to ask yes we were completely in agreement on that one so this another one that is really i'm really curious about and you're on the right path here especially from a general real perspective is what i really talk about strongly is understanding your own personal core values before you get into a relationship. So the one thing I want to hear is you said that you're a faith-based um, relationship coach or a faith-based woman. Was that, were you, um, did you serve God? Did you know God? Did you love God prior to meeting your husband? And, and I'll just use the word compromise that value when you knew that he didn't. Tell me a little bit, not deep, but just a little bit about that. No, no, no. We both were strong Christians. 
Karate. We both had worked in the church and be very, very active in the church. We were the youth leaders in the church, everything like that. But when our child was born, that year was, oh my gosh, Janine, we saw so many babies dying in NICU that it was like, okay, what is going on here? We didn't want to have a child. Now you give us a child. Now we have to go through this pain and see our child going through this pain and see all these babies dying. It's like, and at that stage, our faith just cracked down, you know? So, and, and so yeah, both of us were both Christians as well. And I think that is something important as well. I know religion is so important because that is our spiritual life, you know? And I like, I like your name is gem reveal that's one of the gems that we have we, we you know we body mind soul and that's your that's your soul and you have to you have to nurture your soul and your spirit so i think it's one of the most important things to talk about is what is your religion what is your beliefs and and how do you fit that together if if somebody believes something else than you how do you fit that together and right. is there alignment in that so what I then would, would share, or at least try to peel apart, you didn't have the tools. So this really would be, um, it is indicative of a faith base. So you didn't have the faith-based tools to work in it and lean on God at that point. So even though no matter what, we always need to look for the tools, no matter what they are, is to work through conflict, work through um, depression, to work through these things. But what you were lacking in this piece of it was how do I take my Christian tool belt and lean into that to really help my faith bolster in a time of, of turmoil? So you, you weren't jiving there. So that pretty much inevitably pulled you apart. Right, right. So, and, and the depression, I think if we had go out and called for help, so if you go through this trauma, and the trauma can be like the death of a parent, if you're very close to your mom or your dad, and they die, it's traumatic for you, you know, so if you don't work through that, and you go into depression, We've never experienced having a baby that was in hospital for three months and we had to sign millions of papers that whatever they do with her, that she can die. We've never experienced that. So it's, it's something new that we experience. Nobody is, of, of us is used to trauma. So very easily to go into some depression because you have to work through this. But if we had go out and look for help earlier on, not only me three years later, you know, it would have helped tremendously we there, there were so many things that we had done wrong at that stage and why didn't we go back and rely on our church and our faith we also didn't do that we relied so much on ourselves and there was so much help out there which i only realized three years later right having a growth mindset and being able right. to, to pull yes pull down the, the, your own guard and go and get the help. Yes. I, and that's where I want to point out, you know, from, um, I'll take two roads, the secular road and the spiritual road here. Something yes. that I think you did that was incredible from what I'm hearing. Um, something I didn't do in my marriage. And, you know, I look back and say, I wish that I had had the maturity in my early, early thirties and late twenties to really work on my marriage is what you did is very specifically, if you are faith-based and listening to this, this is a principle that really you hold on to. And if not, if you're not faith-based, don't 
don't turn away because the principles still work. But what I loved what you did is you prayed for your husband every day and used Stormy and Martin's book. And it's a great book. Anybody, I don't know the specific name. I think it's just praying for your husband. And it's praying it's, wives. I think it's praying wives. But something she has like so that. many. She has so many. Yeah. So if you just look right. up Stormy O'Martin, um, just an amazing book, but you prayed for him. And, you know, we know a, a faith-based Christian person is going to know the power of prayer is amazing. So you would just, instead of turning your back and getting divorced, you really did. You, you just leaned on God and really prayed for him for two years. And that's amazing. And those seeds that you planted were definitely harvest it doesn't always happen that way and God has a bigger plan and we trust it but right. wow that right there I know I could tell you I didn't I didn't have that tool belt and I wished I looked back and I wish I did it, it might have made a big difference so good for you on that and then I love what you did is you really worked on yourself when you really can't control somebody else and something that I probably don't talk about enough is you didn't just work on your mindset you worked on your, your physical too. You worked on your outward appearance too. And I think that's incredible. And I don't talk about that enough. So just talk about those two little pieces about really what it meant, how you felt the, after going through the physical um, renovations and then some of the yes. mindset. Yes. You know, what, what did that do for you? And what did your husband say? How are you guys interacting through some of that, that time? Well, I think one of the, the things that we, we're so afraid of these days is to talk about how we look. There is so many products and things out there and, and diets and whatever, you know, but at the end of the day, it's what's coming out of you have to show here. We are still a temple of God. And I want to show the beauty that he gave me. You know, so so I want to be the best version of me inside and out. So, um, and one other thing, we're so afraid to say it. And I know in your business and in my business, we're so afraid to say it. But we must remember men, you know, see, see you first with their eyes. They're attracted to you as, as a person. I don't say if you... We all can look pretty in beauty. I can, we can take any woman and we can make her absolutely amazingly beauty. But we have to remember that. And that was important for me as well, that my husband see me in a new face. Because at that stage, remember, I want to reconcile my marriage. So, so I want him to look at me and say, wow, isn't she pretty? And Janine, I was never ever, and I'm still, I'm still not the skinniest woman ever. You know, I always have that extra 10 pounds somewhere on me. But that's not what I say. I don't say you have to be the most skinniest, but look after yourself. Look what you do with your hair, you know, your, your makeup, how you dress. Feel, feel proud of yourself because that gives us confidence. The other day I had talked to one of my clients and one of the things was, is like, what is the one thing that you cannot be without? And that if you, if you need confidence, that's the one thing. And I said to her, makeup. I need makeup. So, so I don't do makeup every day. I do makeup like perhaps three, four times a week when I see clients and so. But that gives me confidence. And whatever gives you that confidence that you have to do here, do it spend that little bit of extra money, spend that little bit of time, 
And my husband started seeing that. He started seeing, wow, this is something that I like, you know? So (laughs) (laughs) I have to tell you, I don't talk about that enough. I am so focused on us becoming the best version of ourselves through our mindset and having a growth mindset and understanding who we are. But yet I don't talk about what you're talking about enough. And I can't applaud you enough for saying it. Men are visual creatures. And then we do not need to look like the airbrushed supermodel on the front cover of Victoria's Secret. And that's not what we're saying. It's not. Real women, I heard somebody say the other day, every person when you bend over has that little bit around their stomach. (laughs) Everybody has it. Um, But the bigger point is, is what you do have, that exterior, take care of it. Eat well, eat healthy, make sure you're having a determined mindset to really eat and take care of yourself. If you're taking too much alcohol, caffeine, or anything else that's not um, a natural substance, stop, take care of your body, you'll feel better, and you'll glow, and, and you're right, take care of your skin, take care of your hair. Men are visual, and women also like men who look attractive as well, right? We do, and although that can't be where we get our substance from. But I do think that we need to take care of ourselves in such a way that allows us to put our best foot forward. You know, hygiene, every piece of it, it is important. And I do not speak about it enough in a relationship, but to your point, especially um, in a marriage, I think women might say, well, my job is done now. I don't have to look um, pretty when my husband comes home. And I would say, that's not true. I think you need to look pretty. Not all the time, but I do think that you do need to put your best foot forward. Right. And, and I think that's what I did. I, I, I let go completely that three years after she was born because I was so focused on her that I forgot about this. And as I say, this gives me confidence if I go and say, okay, I feel pretty today. I feel I have a good shirt on, you know, and I, I don't wear the most expensive shirts. I love thrifting, you know, it's like, I, I don't do that. It's not, but yeah, so I immediately went out. I went to a lady that helped me um, pick up on my makeup, teach me how to do my makeup again. She also did like measurements, exactly what type of clothes I have to wear, what the size of my dresses wow. should be. All of that, you know, and I just want to tell her I'm in proportion. She said I'm in proportion. So (laughs) she helped me with that. She helped me with my hair color. She helped. And then I went to a personal trainer and I just work on getting strong again and feeling good. And and as you say, I've looked at what I'm eating. No, you know, oh my gosh, sugars and all of that. That's my that's my downfall. But yeah, enough about that. But I think that's important that we that we say that well it's really it is it's very wise and then I would just talk about you know um the maintenance piece so now you know there were obstacles there you came together you um came together in God's word and um God revealed himself in your marriage you put yourself back on track financially so those are big components so what would you tell um a a client if you were coaching somebody when you're going through that now, you're on the flip side, but as you're going through that and you could look back, that's everywhere, financial struggles, um, depression, aging parents, losing a job, um, illness. 
what are some of the things that you could look back and say, here's what I should have done better. Now I know taking care of you, right? We said taking care of you is a really big, important piece, self-care. What now could you have looked back and said, I wish I had done X, Y, and Z sooner? So money, let's just, let's just catch up a little bit on money because money is the biggest reason why people get divorced. So it's, and in my marriage, that was as well an issue. And I wish I knew now what I knew then is how to invest. I didn't spend enough time. I educated myself so much in that period of time because I was always earning a good salary because of my, my position of my job in management position, always earned a good salary. But the investment that I did was wrong. And I think that's something that, when you before you go into a marriage, discover who the person is. Because if I give you a one dollar, Janine, I put a one dollar between us, both of us will see it differently. Now I will see that one dollar to invest. In my younger days, I see that one dollar. Oh, travel, spending, you know. So how how do you and your partner see a one dollar? Because that is where a lot of trouble can be saved. If you go into a marriage, know exactly. And if it is like, I, I want to spend the $1, I'm the spender here. Can we not get to an agreement to say, can we not just spend 25 cents of the $1 and invest the 75 cents? Can that work for you? So very important that you have to talk about that before you get married. And me and my husband didn't. We didn't have any plan for that now why will we not have a plan if we know that the biggest reason why people get divorced is money why will you go blindly in a relationship and that's what we had done right. so looking back at that that would be today that will be my first thing that i resolve is how do you see money how do i see money and where do we compromise so that eventually we can never have a fight about money because if you put it on the table up front there it is that is our plan get a plan till retirement how are you going to do it how you want to live do you want to go on an early retirement and just travel like i'm still crazy about traveling so now we will go on an early retirement and and start traveling through the world but yes. now we had planned for it only later on but in the beginning, our biggest issues was just money, 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 because there was never enough. Doesn't matter what salary I earned. Doesn't matter. And it was the spending habits. And I think what you said is so filled with wisdom. If you take that $1, what percentage will go to savings? What percentage will go to investment? What percentage will go to tithing? And then, then the rest is your fixed income. But if you don't have that figured out ahead of time, you're going to land yourself in a big obstacle and it will always happen always it, it's a that is a hundred percent unless you have that figured out you are going to really land up in, in upside down trouble so so much wisdom there i can't even i i wouldn't even know where to begin that is just just <laughs> critical yes yes everybody listening replay that piece so <laughs> so with that if is as we kind of draw into a little bit more of a conclusion is there any one or two things that you would say to um, to the Gem Revealed listener right now? Is there any uh, one or two action steps that you might say, hey, um, I think we just gave them a, a few, but is there anything that you would say, 
this is, you know, one or two things that you really want to think about today or something that you could do today. Anything like that? Yes, yes, absolutely. So the two things that damage a marriage is, first of all, as I mentioned, marry of money. So talk about these things before you get into a marriage or before you get into a long-term relationship. Um, it is, if you don't do that, as you say, it will come up and it will be a problem. And I promise you, love at that stage is not enough. So it's not enough. You can love that person as much as you like. The money always winning. And the second thing is communication. So I have a communication course. There's so many communication courses out there. If you don't know if you do that as well, but it's communication. If you can sit and talk about something like two human beings and realize that you are, both of you are different, but whatever is in between you is an issue and you can resolve that. Oh my golly, you will have an amazing relationship and life together if you can just sit and talk about it. Now, I know men struggle with this that a little bit, you know, but women's second need is open and honest communication. Our first need is security and that's where money is coming in. And our second need is open and honest communication. And if we have that and we can talk to our, our husbands and talk about things that becomes an issue, easy. Then there's really no issue. Then there's no reason why your marriage or your relationship should not work. No reason. Yeah, that's, that is a big pillar within Gem Reveal, this communication, really understanding how to minimize conflict. But that's where I think I just want to mention that you really have to go back into that, the mirror and do some self-reflection in your communication. Because many of us will communicate from a place of insecurity or lack of trust or, um, you know, with a critical eye. Like you're saying men sometimes have an obstacle in this area. And I might say that I'm not going to defend, but I would say I think sometimes, you know, a man needs respect. And if a female is coming from a place of, of arrogance or they're putting them down or demasculating them in some way, that man is gonna shut down. So the biggest thing I would share with both male and female is understanding how to communicate from a place of, of love. And love, I like to break it down into an acronym, listen, observe, validate, and encourage, and learn how love to minimize that. conflict. If you do exactly like Erica is saying and understand, have that growth mindset around your communication, that's critical to a healthy marriage. Most of us don't think we need to learn communication because we speak freely every day, but our tongue, and this is a, a, a faith-based concept as well, our tongue could really create war. Our tongue is could be used for such evil or such a beautiful blessing, so you gotta learn how to use it. You, and you have two ears and one mouth, so use your ears more than your mouth. Ask curious questions, learn how to, um, validate somebody's emotions, learn to understand to walk in their shoes. And if you really love somebody, you'll listen instead and try to understand where they're coming from and, and um, really reflect on your own ability to communicate in a healthy manner. So I couldn't agree with you anymore. And with that, Erica, um, is there any programs or anything that you have for the Gem Reveal listener that might say, hey, I really resonate with her. I might want to get in touch with her again. Is there anything that you have that might entice somebody or captivate our listener to really get in touch with you? 
So I have two programs that I do. I have the one-on-one coaching with women and women only. Um, so that is like a free month that you come to me. We work through your issues. I help working on you. We work on your relationship. And then I have the couples retreat. Now, how that worked, Janine, is we go in and for two and a half days, we just, it's private. It's only one couple that I focus on. I take you out of your environment. I put you in a beautiful place where you can just focus on your marriage. That weekend, we don't focus on kids, work, nothing. It's just your marriage or your relationship. And we focus on that and we work through all your issues. So what I do is I see um, the two people separately, the husband and the wife or the man and woman separately and um, understand what their issues is. And then I teach them before we go together, I teach them communication skills. <laughs> and then we get together. And then I say, all right, this is one of your issues. Let's go in and resolve it. And we focus on issue for issue for issue that weekend and we resolve it. So that is really like, I call it a make it or break it weekend. After that weekend, you know, we fit together. <laughs> we cannot live together at all. So, well, yeah. wow, that's amazing. So uh, listeners, uh, all of Erica's information is in the text below. So you'll know how to reach out to her. And that's, they both things just sound incredible, and you've certainly been transparent enough to share such um, such an interesting, beautiful journey. And I would certainly say it's more filled with victory, but I know it took a lot of painful steps to get there. And hopefully, your your path that you've um, set forth can really help others uh, minimize some of the the bumps along the way. But Erica, you've been a pleasure to have on, and uh, and I hope our paths keep crossing again. Thank you so much oh. for everything. Oh, thanks, Janine. It was wonderful to talk to you. Yeah, and, and until we meet again, have a beautiful day. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Gem Revealed's podcast, Discover Your Soulmate. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. We really value your opinion, so please feel free to send us your question, comments, or feedback. You can email us at info at gemrevealed.com. You can also find out more about Gem Revealed services by visiting gemrevealed.com. I'll see you next time as we discover your soulmate.